This is Unique Hammond from Your Great, and if you want to learn how to renew your health by removing hidden toxins, then you should be listening to The Toxin Terminator with my friend, Amy Carlson. Welcome to The Toxin Terminator, helping people to restore and renew their health by removing the toxins from the home and their lives. Join in as industry thought leaders help you understand the physical and emotional effects these products can have on you and your family and the safe alternatives you can use to remove the hidden toxins for renewed health. Now, please welcome your host, the toxin terminator herself, Amy Carlson. Hey, this is Amy Carlson, and on today's show, we have got Unique Hammond. Unique is a Crohn's survivor. She has been symptom-free for nine years now. How fantastic is that? And in today's episode, she's going to be sharing with us exactly how she got to a point where she was symptom-free and has maintained that. And it's of course, it's all about removing toxins and replacing them. She is a holistic health coach. She is an author. You'll absolutely want to get her book, Your Taste Buds Are Assholes, uh, a complete no-nonsense natural approach to autoimmune disease. She is a wife and mother, and she has helped countless individuals discover natural wellness and live healthier lifestyles. This big sir girl loves beach days and watching the sunset over a tumbler of tequila in her hometown of Los Angeles, California. If you want to learn more about Unique and her refreshing, no-holds-barred approach to whole body health, you can visit her at yourgreat.com. That's Y-O-U-R-E, great.com. And welcome to the show. Thank you. So I got a chance to read your book. Unique is an author, and she wrote, uh, tell us what the title of your book is. Your taste buds are assholes. <laughs> I absolutely love it. And, and I love that we get this right out in the open because you're going to get a feel that Unique has such a sense of humor in everything that she went through and such a powerful, powerful story of health and healing by removing toxins from her life. So um, we're going to dig right in to our story and I admire how you knew that your body was able to heal itself. You had to go through quite an ordeal. And why don't you tell us a little bit about what it was that you were going through in your life that uh, really took you down that path? So um, in 2019, I started having transient stomach issues. And like any person who'd been healthy their whole life, I didn't really think too much about it. Um, and I just kind of continued living. I was working and traveling and um, raising two small kids. And, you know, I just kind of shoved it to the side and figured it was a bad meal here or a bad meal there. And, and things just continued to get worse, uh, not better. So I still didn't really know what was going on. I had a checkup with my doctor. We checked all my blood. Everything came back fine. And I was like, okay. So I'm fine, but I'm not fine. Right. And like, I'm really not fine. Yeah, things just really started getting worse. And um, I remember a defining moment was when my husband opened up a bottle of champagne for my birthday and I literally could not be near it. My sense of smell suddenly had shifted. Really? And, yeah. And that beautiful bottle of champagne smelled like vinegar. And I was like, 
get that away from me. And I started to smell things like I'd never smelled things before. Like I could smell people. It was almost like, like a dog sense of smell. I could smell things. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you know. Um, Maybe not so good to know <laughs> or have. Not so good. Yeah. Suddenly what you thought might have been smelling good is maybe not so good. So I went um, I went to holistic doctors because I thought, well, I'll go to nutrition. I'll try that. Um, in the early days, you know, I tried a lot of the natural roots and they all kind of helped for a little while, but not really. And finally, my Chinese medicine doctor, who I was seeing at the time, was like, I think you need to see a GI because I was dropping weight at a rapid, alarming pace just because I couldn't eat. Like I felt nauseous and just my stomach was upset. I had acid reflux all the time. Mm. Um, yeah, it was those early days were really scary and confusing because I went from literally 34 years of life being entirely healthy. Right, right. Well, and it's important, uh, you know, you share in your book um, the story of how you grew up. And, and if you want to share a little bit about that, I think it's important for people to understand your background and why you chose the routes that you did. Right. So I was raised very holistically. I was raised <laughs> by hippies who did not believe in doctors. And I'm pretty sure that's what fueled my fascination and love for doctors later in life. Um, because I was like, doctors, like if you guys don't like them, they must be amazing. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, so I, um, yeah, so I was raised literally, we had colds, we had fevers, we had all sorts of stuff. And my parents dealt with it naturally. Um, and they literally made a lot of their own cough syrups and you name it. So, um, yeah, when I got sick, the first thing I did turn to, now I had been seeing doctors when I left home, I started seeing doctors immediately. It was almost like a passion and fascination of mine. When somebody said, I have an amazing doctor, I was like, Ooh, give me their number. I'm going to go see them. And they're like, well, are you sick? And I'm like, no, I just want to see but them. I like to see them. Yeah, I want to see them. I want to see why they're so amazing. And so it was kind of this interesting foreshadowing that was going on for me um, that I had left home and kind of forsaken, for all intents and purposes, my upbringing, which was the holistic way. And I was living like a normal person. I was doing what I wanted. I was drinking. I was, you know, working hard and not thinking about stress. And I was just like, I'm normal. This is amazing. I'm not this weird hippie kid anymore. <laughs> um, you know, so, yeah. So it's interesting that that kind of, you know, that would come back around for me later in life. Absolutely. And especially with this illness. Yep. I kind of think when I started, I didn't start my holistic health journey until five years ago. And I actually was referred to as a hippie when I got into this. And, oh, wow. and I'm sure your upbringing is very much what my family thought I was going into. <laughs> it's right. crazy. Right. The, the, but, but all it is, just like you're going to share as we keep going through your story, it's knowing your body. It's, it's right. knowing what your body is doing and that it, it can heal itself. When the holistic things I uh, was trying didn't, didn't get, pull me out of the hole, I realized that my my friend, the Chinese medicine doctor, who had known for a very long time, was correct. I needed to see a GI. And even though my blood was showing healthy, that there was definitely something that was not right. So um, I went to a really wonderful GI, and he was, you know, the young, hot guy and in L.A. at the time. And he was fantastic. And he also ran 
all of my blood and we did stool tests and again things weren't showing up um nothing nothing serious was showing up in my blood so you know he was like well the next step would be a colonoscopy and an endoscopy to try to figure out what's going on sure um and I was scared of doing that. Like, I didn't want to go under. I was like, Ugh. and also there was a part of me that was like, I don't know if I really want to know what this is. Like, what if this is something really, really, really bad? And um, so I kind of like avoided that for as long as I could. And finally, I was just deteriorating so quickly that I decided, okay, I'm going to go get this colonoscopy and endoscopy and see what's going on. And when I woke up and they said, you had Crohn's disease, I'm like, huh? Like, what is Crohn's disease? Right. Um, and they're like, well, it's severe. Like, you have a severe case, you know, your small intestine is pretty closed up, and which is why you're losing weight so fast. And um, I was like, okay, well, tell me what's the, what's the plan? Where's my silver bullet? And right. They then laid out, like, okay, well, you know, we're going to try you on immune suppressants. And if that doesn't work, we might try some biologics, which are something that you'd come in, in Humira, which you'd come in and get every three months drained into your arm. Right. Um, and then if that doesn't work, we're going to cut it out. And if we cut it out, that'll be the first of probably eight surgeries in your lifetime, potentially. And I was just like, that's scary. I was so scared. I was so scared. I mean, okay, so here you have this very untouched, innocent, you know, girl who was living very normal um, right. and eating healthy. Um, and uh, now, now she's giving quotes what, when she's talking here, just so <laughs> yeah. for those that we can see each other, but you can't. And I'm telling you, she's giving quotes and yeah. healthy. healthy. You know, I ate salads. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I was so scared. I was so scared. I left there and I was like, okay. Well, and you're a young mother. Um, yeah. You know, that's another part. You're not this lived life to its fullest yet. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was so scary. So I left his office feeling not just sick. And, and by this time, I was in pain 24 hours a day. Mm -hmm. And um, I went from being a normal person using the bathroom at normal times to having to sprint to the bathroom, sprint. Yes. And plus times a day. And if you can imagine of being a healthy person and being to the point where you're sprinting to the bathroom and while you're sprinting to the bathroom, you need to vomit at the same time. And you're constantly going, okay, am I going to vomit on the floor or poop on the floor? And that actually becomes a question. And you're yes. like, wait, I shouldn't even be questioning the situation. We both know which one goes on the floor. So um, <laughs> it was horrible. It was... Um, demoralizing. It was um, definitely the least sexy time in my life. So. Oh, I, I can't. And I, I believe if I remember your story correctly, while this is going on, you were basically a newlywed. Yeah, I had just gotten married um, with, um, uh, yeah, we had just gotten yeah. married. I had two so. small kids. And um, yeah, I did. And I actually said to my husband, um, I said, you're allowed to walk away. Mm. you're allowed to walk away because you married a healthy person who had some stomach issues. That was the year 2009. I was getting my transient stomach stuff, but you know, we can deal with stum little stomach stuff. And, and, and at that point I would tell him I had stomach stuff, but it wasn't like, 
you know, it wasn't beyond my control, whereas in 20, late 2010, it was beyond my control. And I was walking the halls like a ghost at night because I was in so much pain. So oh. suddenly I went from being a normal person to being a very abnormal person and suffering 24 hours a day. Yes. And, yeah. and, and honestly, you, you go into such great, great detail in your book and um, of what this disease did to you and how it controlled your life uh, or lack of life, you know, yeah. should we say. So, so you get to a point where you're trying all kinds of different routes. And I know as we get into the story, we're going to talk about the removal of toxins, but talk to us about, because I think even before you got hooked up with Karen, I think you were trying some other things, you know, with your upbringing and knowing. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was, um, so the first thing, I, I, and the first GI was one of six or seven GIs that I ultimately saw because I really wanted, just to back it a little bit, I really wanted the silver bullet. Right. Um, <laughs> I really wanted them to just give me something to make it go away because honestly, I didn't really have the time to be sick. I, um, I, like you said, I had two small kids. I had a career in full swing and a newlywed. So I really didn't have time to be sick and I didn't really want to take the time to be sick. And besides this Crohn's stuff was pretty scary. And, you know, they were throwing around colon cancer and, you know, the things that could happen and a rupture. And so I was just like, okay, let's just, let's just, let's see what these other doctors have to say. And, um, so <laughs> Six doctors, seven doctors in, they all gave me the same prognosis. And I remember the last doctor I saw, he said, how many doctors have you seen? <laughs> A lot. And uh, he was like, what are you looking for? And I said, for one of you to tell me something better and something different, because I am not a person who doesn't want to live life. And every time I leave one of your offices, I don't want to live because there are no good options. There are no good options. Either I'm taking medications with gnarly side effects, potentially, mm -hmm. and, or I'm removing a part of my body that I'm really kind of attached to. So, um, or I'm suffering because I don't really know what else to do yet. Cause I've tried, I, I upfront tried a lot of the holistic stuff. So, um, he was just like, yeah, this is what we've got. There are no, from what you have, there are no easy paths forward. And what you have is serious and you need to take care of it now or you could die. And I was just like, <laughs> I literally left these offices sobbing and wanting to just pedal to the metal into the ocean. And, you know, I think the things that stopped me were like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. I can figure mm -hmm. this out. And if I don't, I have this magical parachute of the doctors of what they can give me. So it's time for me to buckle down and figure this thing out. So I started doing diets. I searched, I was awake a lot. So I could really search the internet for hours at a time and um, really, you know, 24 hours a day. I guess. <laughs> yes. So, um, so I did. And I found all of these um, stories of people who use diet and I started to slowly tick all of the diets off one by one. And it, it hit me in that process that, there was something going on with toxins in my body and okay. um, my liver wasn't working properly. Like there were just things that I was beginning to become aware of. Um, and when I met Karen, she put it all together for me because every diet that I w worked on up until I found her didn't work for me. And I think 
that was a really important part of my journey because it made me realize the reason why we don't have a silver bullet is because each person is different. As much as we like to think that that's not true, the journey of a human health, getting back to health is going to be a different journey for each person. So. And I loved hearing that about your story. And I think that is so very true for all of us. In, in my journey, that's been a hard lesson learned that what my body accepts and says is good for me doesn't mean that's what someone else's body is going to accept and, and is good for them. And that's a really important lesson for all of us to know. Yeah, it's so important. It's the reason why we don't have a lot of cures in life, you know, because, because what works for this group of people over here isn't going to work for this group of people over here. And so when you see a doctor, and I really um, feel for them because they're the ones having to go, well, maybe this, let's try this drug, let's try that drug. Okay, that drug didn't work. And they tell you that up front, like, hey, we're going to try all of these different drugs, right? And if that doesn't work, we're going to try this one. And if that one... Uh, so for me, my head was spinning going, whoa, they know as much about this as I do, which is nothing, <laughs> right? Well, and, and it's it, just like you had to go through diet, diet, diet until something finally worked for you. I think in the right. medical field, and you take the same stance as I do with the medical field. I think they have a time and a place that are absolutely necessary. And I think if people choose um, you know, to go down that route, that is wonderful as well yeah. i think you yeah. know all of it is is great but it's it's throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks literally each person has to what i want to encourage and i and i would love to see doctors get to this place where they um empower their patients to decide the journey this fear that they put into you of this is the path this is the only way to me is is negligent because um, it's important to explore your health journey. If one of these side effects from one of these drugs does cause liver damage or does cause arthritis or cancer or whatever the list is, and, and they minimize that it could happen to you until you're one of the people that it can happen to. Right. And um, I think it's so important to, for them to empower you to choose your, your story, choose your journey. You know, right. And, and their, their role is to support, not to scare the living shit out of you, which is kind of <laughs> what happens. You know, I would leave and I was like, oh my God. Many well, and, and I think for so many of us too, Unique, is we don't question. They're the doctor, they're the expert, and we're not going to question what they're telling us to do, even though our heads or our gut might be saying, wait a minute, yeah. uh, this isn't right. And it takes a strong person to be able to stand up and say, no, I'm going to get A, a second opinion, and B, I'm going to start checking things out for myself. Um, yeah. Not all of us have that ability to do that. And I think that is where my bringing kicked in because suddenly I went, well, let me research this drug they want me on. Okay. Let me research the surgery that they're going to do and what that might do. And is that going to allow my body to get the nutrients it needs? Because our digestive tract is where we get our nutrients. So if you start removing your digestive tract, what are you depleting or not allowing your body to get right? And because we know, we know so much, we know enough about the digestive tract to make us dangerous in a way because we can go, Oh, you don't need that part. Right. We don't know. We don't know that. 
without a shadow of a doubt. We don't know that. So um, can you live without it? Sure. Will your, how good will your quality of life be? I can't tell you. Um, so yeah. Well, let, let's talk a little bit about, um, cause we're, we're talking a lot about the, the sickness side of it. And I really want to, you know, empower our listeners to hear that there's an upside to the story. If they could see you right now, they would know what a powerful recovery that is. Cause you talked about 2010 is when it was really bad. And here we are at 2019. So I just want to ask the question, how long have you been symptom free from your Crohn's disease? Um, I would say it's been over four years. Yeah. And to, and I just have to throw it out there too. You've been symptom free and this was a disease that the doctors told you there was no cure for. And you know, this was a path you had to go. Yeah. And, um, so I've been symptom free for a while, meaning, um, I can eat whatever I want. I choose to eat very, uh, in such a way that honors my body and honors my uh, sensitivity. So when I first wrote my book, I really fought the idea of this is a lifelong disease because I really, it really made me angry, that idea right. that we can't heal, right? It's really disempowering. And, but now I actually use it in my practice as a way to motivate people to maintain a healthy lifestyle for the rest of their life. Because once you have an autoimmune disorder, what it means is even if I'm symptom free, if I disrespect my body, it doesn't mean that that sensitivity won't come back in, a, in, in the form of a flare, right? right? But I have the tools now to bring it back down um, and to recover. But I don't want to do that to my body. I don't want to do that to my body. So I live a very conscious, deliberate um, life and eat very supportive of my body and maintaining my detox systems and not exposing myself to toxins within my control, right? There are toxins beyond our control, the quality of our air, what people are spraying on their lawn next door. Like there's things we can't control. And those are the things I let go of. Right. So talk to me about the toxins that you can't. Well, first of all, tell us a little bit, because in your story, I really liked how you explained bile and what the function of the bile is. And I don't think many of us understand that. And it was so unique the way you did this. Um, if you yeah. would like to share that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, everybody thinks of bile as something your gallbladder does, and it, and it's, and it does. Um, and it helps us digest food, but it also is where our body, our liver, will help store toxins, right? Um, it'll put it in there for us to poop out. But if we don't have the proper nutrients AKA fibers, dietary soluble, um, and we're eating a ton of fat all the time, then our fiber is taken, our fiber is attracted to fat. Those two really connect. And um, if we eat fat and fiber together all the time, then our bile isn't going to be absorbed into the soluble fiber where it, it becomes absorbed. They attract each other. So if our liver is pushing all of these toxins into our bile and our bile is constantly being reabsorbed, then we're reabsorbing all of those toxins that should have been pooped out, right? So right. getting enough fiber, most Americans probably get 10 grams of fiber a day when they need somewhere upwards of 50 grams of fiber a day to keep a healthy digestive tract and to support your detox system. So let's just say you're a normal American eating a normal American diet. You're ingesting a ton of toxins in your food, in processed food, in 
non-organic dairy, meat, et cetera, hormones, injections, you name it, you're getting all of these toxins. So, and then you're not eating enough fiber. So it's just kind of a recipe for disaster, unfortunately. And the more I started to learn, and the more I began to understand, my own symptoms were caused from toxic overload. I live in LA. I was eating organic-ish, and um, I thought that was good enough. Right. The reality was between stress, stress is a toxin, um, not really paying attention to the water I drank, not really paying attention to the air quality, not really paying attention to a lot of things. Um, you know, the trifecta just all came together, my perfect storm to um, make hell on earth for myself. But yeah, so bile and soluble fiber is really important to help your body eliminate any toxins that are sitting in the bile. You do not want them being reabsorbed and sent out throughout your body. And I would venture to say that probably most of us listening to this podcast that's what is going on with our bodies right now is, yeah. you know, when you're lethargic, when you can't think straight, when you can't sleep well, when you um, have rashes that are unexplained, when you have pain, you've got bloating, gas. These are all symptoms of everything just being reintroduced to the body and not being removed, correct? Right. So, when, so a lot of people think that, oh, if I eat a salad a day, then I'm good. No. <laughs> No. If I have a piece of broccoli with my massive steak, I'm good. Nope. Sorry. If I eat this Diet Coke, it's... Nope. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong. Like, uh, so one of the things I talk about with the people I coach is that, um, you know, if you're putting in all of these toxins and you're not giving them anywhere to go, and let's just say you're not even work out, working out for shits and giggles here, um, you basically... And you have a lymph system that needs to drain, and it drains by movement. So let's just say that you're sitting in front of a computer all day, you're eating crappy food, mm -hmm. you basically have the disease story. And for a lot of young people, their body is so powerful that it is keeping up, keeping up, keeping up until suddenly it breaks because right. it just can't anymore. And our body's job is to constantly maintain homeostasis. In a weird way, I wish it would give us kicks earlier, being like, hey, hey, Instead, it's just like everything breaks and you're just like, ah. Now, do you really feel like that's what happens is it truly breaks? Because I feel like if people really paid attention to their bodies, that list that I just rattled off, not sleeping, um, having unexplained rashes, having uh, bloating, you know, there's, there are symptoms that our body's giving us that we're in toxic overload. We're just not listening. Yes, we're definitely not listening because you don't see a person who goes, oh, by the way, this is all coming from one place, your body. Instead, you go to specialists for everything. Right. You don't connect everything for you, right? So, oh, I have a rash. Let's put a cream on it. Right. Oh, I'm not sleeping well. Um, I need um, Ambien or melatonin. You know, you, you have all of these specialists that are not saying, oh, uh, time out. Everything is connected. Yeah. Let's Let diet. Let's shift your lifestyle. Let's, be, let's support your detox system. Oh, and while you're at it, get rid of all of those toxic chemicals you clean your house with, you spray your lawn with. Let's begin to eliminate all these things. And it's really unfortunate the terms we use for people who are living a conscious life. We call them hippies or we call them extremists <laughs> or we call them all of these things. We do things to degrade the value of other people's efforts, right? And we do this all over the place. It's a way to make us feel okay or them feel bad or whatever it is. It's like, oh, we don't want to live like that. We don't want to be extremists, right? Um, this is the way all humans lived before we created these things 
toxins before we changed our food. We were all eating farm food. We were all eating food we understood, not in packages, right? So the things that we've done to make our life easier are also the things that we're doing that makes our lives shorter and not as enjoyable. Well, and and look at, I mean, to that end, um, when I was growing up, and I'm quite a few years older than you are, that cancer just was rare. It was yeah, my time too. My time it was all. very, very rare. Um, in fact, my mother passed away from cancer and it just wasn't spoken of. There just wasn't that, you know, much of it going around. And now you can't talk to a person that hasn't been affected by cancer with someone in their life. And I believe 100% that it has to do with our water and our food sources. Uh, the toxins that we're polluting it with. It has to do with the toxins we're putting on our bodies. Um, sorry, I'm taking over there. Oh, no, no, no. I am nodding my head. People can't yes. see I'm nodding my head. I've got a hand up. I'm like, you preach it. It is so Amen. true. It is so true. Our food and our environment was, we, our bodies, our bodies were never meant for the onslaught of toxins that we are involved with today. It wasn't meant for that. Our liver was there to support our own homeostasis and the toxins that come from doing that, right? right. Um, it was there to filter out really simple things, right? And neutralize really simple things and get rid of, and our stomach acid was there to get rid of, um, you know, parasites and all, you know, our body was functioning at a very organic level. We are forcing it to do things above and beyond with the amount of toxins that we're injecting and taking and eating and popping. And um, so our bodies, just a moment of silence for our bodies, like what amazing machines that it allows us to live despite the onslaught and disrespect that we show it. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> it, absolutely. And I, I think we, you know, getting back to the whole toxin removal, I, I, you know, if people could see you today, you know, your skin is vibrant, you are just a beautiful young woman, healthy, you know, a, a vibrant young woman here. And what a powerful story that has taken you from bedridden uh, in excruciating pain. And honestly, you removed some topical toxins, but I, I believe it, it was the food, you know, that what you put in yeah. your body. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And then that led you on to another journey where you did, are you in the process or did you already receive your holistic nutrition uh -huh. degree? Yeah. In uh, February, January of, of this year, I graduated and I started taking on clients. I'm very excited. That is awesome. So Unique is a, a, a coach and what a powerful story to be able to say, I was at this stage and now because I was able to do a combination of things and heal my body and you can find more out about her diet through her book your taste but they're assholes and it's on Amazon <laughs> but you'll have to search my name to find it because they don't like you to search that title um, <laughs> but, but also you know on top of being a, a holistic nutritionist I am AIP certified which is the autoimmune protocol um, and they have done a bunch of trials on it and it has been shown to be amazing for some people. I think one of the most important things in my practice is I don't have a one size fits all. I really 
when I work with somebody, I listen to their story and I begin working with them to find what's going to work for them and help move them um, on their path to find uh, relief from their, whatever they're suffering from. An AIP certification or AIP mm-hmm. protocol, that is fantastic because in, in just the five years I've been doing this, I cannot tell you how many people I have encountered that have an autoimmune disorder of yeah. some sort. And it all, you know, well, autoimmune is in the gut. So yeah. it, it's all about healing the gut. Yeah, I think there's, I think the stats I saw recently were something like 1.8 million people suffer from gut issues. And I think 1.3 of them are from an IBD and inflammatory bowel disease. So most of the people I work with um, are very sick and very scared and have tried the medical before they decided to try diet and lifestyle. And um, I've, I've, I mean, I am every day that I get to work with people, I feel blessed because that was one of the things on my journey that I said in the middle of the night sobbing was, if I ever get better, I'm going to help other people because <laughs> this is horrible and this is lonely and this is, um, this is yeah, it's uh, unfathomable to do on your own. I, I think that is absolutely incredible and, and what a passion and what a joy. And so uh, Unique can be reached at uh, You Are Great, and that's Y-O-U-R-E, great.com. If you're interested in making a one-on-one coaching uh, appointment with her, and she also is on Instagram at Unique Hammond, and it's just like the word Unique Hammond, H-A-M-M-O-N-D, um, on Instagram to connect with her and send her a direct message. message. Um, I, I an- yeah, direct message. I answer those, and um, a lot of people ask me questions all the time. Uh, it's it's autoimmune and gut issues, especially today where there are so many. Uh, variants. Some people are not diagnosed. Other people are diagnosed. There's SIBO. There's so many different gut issues going on out there. And I would just like to say that um, upgrading your food and, and eating the highest quality food is still going to be less expensive than um, anything medical. And, and the side effects are just of living a healthy life are... Um, dedication, self-control, and that's it. To me, that's a, you know, when you weigh them out and you look at the side effects of uh, eating well and going through your house and getting rid of all of those unnecessary toxins in your personal care products and your, you know, in your cleaning products, or I, I went through the medical system, even though I chose to deny all treatment and do it holistically, and the medical bills that I paid were so heavy. So every day that I put money into eating high quality toxin, as toxin free as it can be, food, I feel blessed that that is my, that those are my side effects is um, high quality food and self-control. Well, and just a a true testament of of it, it works. It absolutely works. So I've got two more questions for you before we uh, get off the show here. So... I always ask everybody, is it more important what you put in the body or on the body? Both. They're, Both. They're, yeah. yeah, 100%. Because if you are eating really well, but then you are injecting your face and you're using these horrible body lotions with parabens in it, you're still demanding your liver. And especially if you have an autoimmune disorder, you're demanding um, something of your liver that is above and beyond what it's already dealing with. So. 
I even say get rid of candles and perfumes. Um, I know most people are like, no, fragrances are very toxic and they're more and more coming out about how toxic they are. Um, It's really, if you are sick, elimination is the path forward, period. Um, And if you are healthy and wanting to stay healthy, upgrade your food and um, get into the more natural and holistic products for your body because that is a big skin that you're living in. And if you're rubbing all over it toxic stuff, then I'd love to tell you it's one or the other, but it's both. It's both? Okay. Yeah, it is. I'm We're sorry. going with both. And, and I, I have my opinion on that. Well, and, and the other question I was going to ask you is your top three suggestions, but you just went through that with your answer and the other question is, you know, paying attention to what you're putting on the body. Um, you know, you're going to find these toxins in what you're cleaning your house with, what you're um, washing your hair with, what you're soaping your body down with, what you're doing your laundry with. Um, there's reports that I have that show our laundry room can have some of the most toxin products in it uh, yeah. because of the off gassing that happens. So uh, this is great. Uh, unique. I love your no nonsense, natural approach to healing. Um, everybody truly can heal. And, fo- and hopefully I know there are a lot of people out there that are in pain and they're hurting right now and we want to help those people but we also want to help those people who are are haven't gotten to that point yet yeah. to wake up and understand that you can be better than what you currently are um, and you don't have to call yourself a hippie you can just be a human who's <laughs> a very conscious like, person <laughs> yeah, i don't feel like a hippie i you know i don't uh yeah <laughs> I just laugh at my kids. They they just think it's hysterical. So thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate all of your information that you're sharing with us and truly has such a a great story. And and I encourage everybody to go check out your book and and find that on Amazon. So thank you. Thank you so much. And, And thank you for doing this podcast and spreading awareness about this. It's really important. You bet. Thanks. That's all for this episode of The Toxin Terminator. And we hope we've helped you remove the hidden toxins in your life for renewed health. If you're looking to continue your journey towards full rejuvenation, reach out to Amy directly by visiting amycarlson.com for your own one-on-one chat session, as well as your free toxic risk assessment. That's A-I-M-E-E carlson.com. And remember, you are just one small change away from renewed health.